The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And we are continuing our conversation with Dr. Amber. We are talking about motherhood and careers as we dig into how Dr. Amber balances being a mother with also being this incredible powerhouse in the space of maternal wellness. So let's find out how Dr. Amber is centering herself and her children and her experience as a mother and managing to still find much joy in her professional life. All right, we are back with Dr. Amber and we just had this great conversation earlier in the week about the myths around motherhood, particularly for black women and the legacy and lessons that we learn about motherhood. And part of that was that we now feel in this new generation, I'm a millennial and of course, Gen Zers, that there's a choice that has to be had, right? Mm -hmm. That women are out here working and they are out here pursuing careers that they like more importantly, right? It's not just Mm -hmm. a job. It's not just a job to folks. And so I want to talk a little bit about that and and hear from you, particularly as you do this work, how do you center joy? Because we talked about that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. How do you center joy professionally? And how does that fit into the concept of motherhood? Ooh, I like that. Okay. So how do I center joy professionally? And how does that you know, kind of branch into this concept of how we're doing motherhood. And actually, I think it's just in general, this unlearning that I have to be discontent. You know, we talked about with motherhood, many of us now, especially millennial women, Gen Z, we're, we're unlearning this idea that motherhood has to mean exhaustion, discontentment, sacrificing, and we're replacing it with contentment, um, no sacrifice. I don't know the opposite word for that, but then also an enjoyment piece. Right. And I'm doing the same thing with my career because I think, you know, the same women that we saw this different version of motherhood from, we also saw the same with regard to how we're supposed to be thinking about work in our careers. And I, I think it's just generational. And it's not that, you know, they, they taught us badly or none of that. It's just generations change. And, you know, for me, my parents were baby boomers. And so back then the priority was find something stable, <laughs> stability. You want stability for your family and for yourself. And so it was super common for people back then to get a job and stay there for 30 plus years, retire at the same place that they started working in their 20s. But now for us, that is vastly different. (laughs) Many of us will start a job and we will get a new one in two years for no reason, you know, really just because we, we want to. And so that is also different. And for me, I had to really unlearn this idea that, you know, you have a job, so it doesn't matter how you feel about it. It does matter how I feel about it because I want 
to have joy in the work that I'm doing. You know, I, I believe that we work so hard and, and so often, right, as Americans, period, we need to enjoy it because that affects our mental health, our physical health. But then also when we're talking about motherhood, you know, in, in some of the work that I do, I have an assessment, a motherhood wellness assessment. And when I was developing that, I really wanted to include a category about career satisfaction because I realized that if a mom is working and if she is not satisfied in the work that she's doing, that is going to then bleed into how she's feeling around her family and her children. Right. And so the more that I am fulfilled in the work that I'm doing, the better I'm going to feel when I come home versus if I'm going to work, working long hours and hating it and miserable, I'm going to bring that energy home to my family. And, and I don't want that. So similar, similar concepts with like how I'm seeing my career, how I'm seeing motherhood, learning that I don't have to settle and there can be joy and I can seek out contentment, even if it means making changes. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal, it's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Everything is up in flames. I said all that I have to say. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't realize that piece, particularly about contentment and having flexibility and being able to change things. And I do think that is the key, even even if we're talking about strictly motherhood, right? There has to be some element of it where you're flexible and open to saying, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something different. And I think mm-hmm. in a professional world, generationally and just health-wise, yeah. being able, there is better outcomes for people who are able to give themselves permission to try again. Like, okay, this wasn't for me. Let me go over here and try this. Oh, this wasn't for me. Let me go over here and yep. try this. But there is permission to do that. And in that, when it's done from a spirit of like, I know what I want to be Mm -hmm. good and I feeling confident about getting it, that it makes sense that you are a happier, healthier person. And Mm -hmm. on the flip side, if you have a job you hate, if you are burned out, which is like the crux of this podcast, it spills into everything. It spills into your personal life. It spills into how you show up for your kids. And so having that flexibility makes a lot of sense to me. And yet I feel like people might be a little more hesitant because how do you balance that piece about centering joy when there might be like, I feel like some people feel more of a pressure. You know, if I fail and I don't like my job and I quit, it's, you know, that's just me. I can be homeless Mm -hmm. and unhoused, right? It's just Mm -hmm. me. But I feel like as a mother, Mm -hmm. that may make you feel like that may limit Mm-hmm. your belief to do that. Mm-hmm. And so how do you balance that and, and still find that joy professionally? Right. Yeah. And, and I, I hear what you're speaking to. And I think it all goes back to, it makes me think of all or none, all or none thinking. And I'm, I know you're familiar with that because you're a therapist, like all or nothing. Many times when we're in survival mode or when we're highly stressed, like when you're a parent, <laughs> we can fall into this type of thinking where we're, it's like, it's all or nothing and there's no gray area. And so that is what's making me think about, you know, 
So, yeah, no. If you're a parent or a mother, you probably shouldn't just completely quit with no other alternative or no other plan. Or you could, right? If you feel comfortable with that and if that aligns with your family's plan, that's okay. But many of us might feel, you know, not comfortable with that because we do need that stability. Our family is counting on us. But that doesn't mean you have to stay at that job for the next five years, right? And so there's something in the middle that we can entertain that will still meet the needs of you and your family, right? And so maybe it means, okay, I know that I'm discontent. Let me take some time, you know, maybe at the end of my day to just kind of reflect and think about what my exit plan is going to be. Or I know I'm discontent. Let me work on putting in some applications once a week, right? To, to get me out of the situation that I am not pleased with. And so the, I feel like there's always a gray area, but sometimes in motherhood and in parenthood and really any situation where you are highly stressed and there's a lot of demands, there's a lot of responsibility, we forget about the gray areas. You know, our mind just kind of leads to, okay, it's either white or it's black. It's either red or it's, it's yellow. Like there's something in the middle that we need to be entertaining. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day, or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done with Black stories, Black truths. 
you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, particularly, and I won't get too technical about this, and you know very well, just parts of your bot, your brain shut down when you yes. are stressed, when you are burned Literally. out. And it's the parts of your brain that is capable of the great, the in-between. Yep. It's the part of your brain that has nuance. It's like, oh, compromise. Oh, yeah, there's maybe a plan option C. It's not A or B, right? Mm-hmm. And yet when you are really stressed and really burned out, you only see A or B. You only see like one option. Stay where I am and suffer or quit and be homeless. Like you just start thinking in that black and white thinking as you brought up. And I think that it's in the middle and most things in general, you find joy in the middle. It's not in extremes. Even if you don't have babies, just up and quitting every job you have because today is not a good day isn't a healthy strategy for anybody, right? (laughs) You just may have more, you might think, oh, I shouldn't do it because I got babies. But if you don't have any babies, you shouldn't do that. Like that shouldn't be the path to professional joy. Like, oh, I quit. I don't like you today. So it's in the middle that you find these nuances. And there's a million reasons why people can't do that. And they shouldn't do that. It's what's your exit plan? What mm-hmm. can I afford? Maybe it's putting a little bit aside so I can afford to quit and just be yep. like, I'll figure it out. I got, you know, my emergency savings. Uh-huh. I got 90 days, 120 days to find something new. Yep. It's in the middle. And I think I love that you're bringing this up because we have different guests and they always bring a different side to things about professional mm-hmm. joy. But I, I, you know, I'm a planner and I'm a contingency planner type person. But that for me is part of how I maintain joy professionally. It's like mm-hmm. knowing I can take a pause. Mm-hmm. I can do something different. I have mm-hmm. options and it's not ruminating or getting stuck on that, right? In an anxiety loop, but it's more about, I feel good. I can enjoy what I do because I know if I don't, there could be a pathway to something different. Exactly. And I think that's something we haven't really heard someone say mm-hmm. uh, is part of their joy routine. So I'm really mm-hmm. grateful for you to bring that to our attention. Of course, of course. And you know what is uh, one more thing it made me think about is this is why it's so important to like be tapped in socially or have a community, you know, social connection, especially in motherhood is so important because like you said, our brains literally shut down sometimes. Like we're so overwhelmed, overstimulated, so many demands, so many responsibilities. And it can be really helpful to just talk this through with someone and for someone else to offer a different perspective that you maybe didn't think about because maybe they're in a different place. Maybe they're in a position where they can kind of like hear what you're saying and see it differently and then offer it back to you. And this could be a friend, a a family member, a partner, or even a therapist. And so if you're struggling with things like this, seeking that that, um, communal support or even mental health support can really help you kind of see when there might be some other options that you are not feeling like you have access to. Yes. And I I tell people all the time, professionally, what has helped me be successful, particularly Mm -hmm. as I now work for myself, is therapy. I tell everyone, if you go into business for yourself, I tell everyone to get therapy, period. But I tell people, if you're going to go in for business for yourself, please, please, please get yourself some therapy. That is part of what keeps me professionally joyful is because I have someone to bounce things off of. And like you said, when things get tough and you are thinking it's one way or the other and they're extremes, you have someone there who's like, well, what about... (laughs) 
is something in the middle. And it I say therapy because obviously that's what we're going to promote. That's our livelihood and we believe in it. We wouldn't do it. But like you said, it also can be anybody who counts as a support that can kind of be a container and listen to you yes, and absolutely. reflect back some other options. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense to me. And also... I, I just love that perspective. And thank you for sharing about that piece of how you're keeping yourself joyful professionally. Of course. So more to come with you. We're not done yet. I want to keep having this conversation. I want to talk about Dr. Amber. We're going to focus on the Amber part. Like, what are you doing to maintain yourself joyfully in your personal life? And so that's going to be the next conversation we have when we get back. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.